On today's episode, we are talking about creativity and design, and we have a professional with us to do so. That's right. Hello, and welcome to the Pactum. My name is Mike Grimes, and I'm here with Pat Abendroth. And today we are talking about creativity and design. But first, we frequently ask for your reviews, your five-star ratings, so we can feel better about ourselves. Not four-star. I saw one. Don't do that. Hey, come on. But we wanted to take a minute just to maybe say thank you for some of these reviews and share a couple of these sweet reviews with you that we've received recently. Uh, The first one says, we are top shelf quality. This one comes from ZachP1989 is the username. And it says, the Pactum is among the best Christian podcasts. Pat and Mike are mature. Christian teachers. Their arguments are carefully thought through, and they humbly deliver wise instruction and commentary in a clear and intentional fashion. Thank you for that. That's very kind of you to say. I like Zach. Yeah, for sure. Also, another one from Pastor Hinckley. It says, we're encouraging these guys give a clear sound theology in a non-boring way. I'm learning so much as <laughs> a pastor. I hope this episode lives up. <laughs> I hope so. As a pastor, I'm being challenged in my understanding of theology. So, hey, we're not boring. We're top shelf quality. Thanks for those kind words uh, for you, Pactumverse listeners, sharing your reviews with us. If you haven't done so, go give us five stars, thumbs up, reviews, all those kinds of things. We appreciate it. Helps other people find the Pactum. Our guest today is someone you want to hear from. Yes. In fact, she's she's a creative genius, sort of like a magician, but better. Officially, she is a senior graphic designer at SupportWorks, where she develops creative concepts. But she is also the uber, super, ultra amazing designer for all things Pactum. That's right. They got such a cool logo. Their logo is a lot better than our logo. (laughs) They got like this shield thing. Like it's like you just want to go fight some crusades with that, like with this gothic P. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you, Michael Beck from 2H Sojourner for chiming in on how cool the logo is. Well, to, to quote our amazing guest, she says, the future is hazy, but my goals remain the same. Make cool things, do things that matter. On the show today is Aaron Pilly. Hi, Aaron, and welcome to the Pactum. Hello, pals. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is wild. <laughs> we are going to... I don't think anyone else has said that before, so this is wild. We're going to have a wild time with Aaron. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So we are in... We're not in Mike Grimes' parents' we're studio. Not the, my, we're not in that no, studio we're, we're in a different studio. We're in the Posh Pactum so studio. We're thankful for that, and we do have Aaron. She's not on the Pactum sofa, uh, but she's going to counsel us, so maybe we... well. We don't do that together. Maybe I'll get on the Pactum sofa yeah. because we're going to get some insight and some enlightenment from Aaron. Aaron, how long have we known each other is where we should start this whole thing. I mean, it's been a long time. Some might say too long. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fair, fair. Uh, how long have you been in Omaha? I think, well, we've been here, I've been here twice. So, but at Omaha Bible Church since 1998. So since I was seven years oh, old. Oh, she's <laughs> acknowledging her age. <laughs> It's been quite the history. Yeah, long time. Uh huh. So, but you look like you just came back from Africa because Mm -hmm. you you can't, maybe you can see it through your earbuds uh, or through your car stereo as you're listening to the Pactum. But (laughs) perhaps you can note that Aaron is sporting a very like Africa inspired uh, outfit. Yeah. And uh, talk to us about Africa. I think you you just got back from Africa. It was incredible. I actually uh, brought you guys a present. One second. Ooh, Ooh. we like presents on the presents. Oh, boy. alliteration this is oh, some nice. this is some uh Here. coffee can you hear the beans from, listeners 
from Lome, Togo. Oh, from Togo. Nice. Yeah. So yep. Togo is the country? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Lome is the, the is city. Is the city, yep. Okay. It's right in between Ghana and Benin, basically. Um, but Me- yeah. Medium dark roast, it's kind of how we roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, we do the pactum. The smell the test. Smell oh, the smell <laughs> test. It's nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was a wild time. Uh, just really cool to see a whole other area of the world. And the culture is completely different, but so beautiful and wonderful. And getting to see kind of the image of God in completely different ways in all these faces and people that I got to meet and interact with. And um, 12 out of 10 recommend. Absolutely. Ooh, really? Yes. I mean, so, incredible. Aaron, you and I have traveled the world to, Actually, yeah. together before yeah. to the yeah. Middle East on mm-hmm. a big trip. So you're a good traveler. And I love it. It's great. a great photographer paying Thank attention you. to the details. Yep. So what was the best thing you ate? We have to oh, ask best thing that I ate? Oh, man. Okay. So we stayed at a house. Um, the... Um, I traveled with a group of friends, and the house we were staying at, the guy made um, this Belgian spaghetti. What? You wouldn't think, Belgian Yeah, because he's from, like, Belgium, too, and is a chef okay. and, like, the nicest, kindest person alive ever. Uh, also great at making food. <laughs> and it was this, like, cream sauce with prawns that were, like, the size of my hand. Ooh. I just – it was unreal. Mike's, Mike's breaking out. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I forgot yeah, you're allergic. Not, not I'm about sorry. Uh, all we had was rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was amazing. No, so it was knowing so you, you, you like the people the most. Yeah. Right? Yep. The food was good. Yep. The, the people, yeah. The scenery was nice, but the people were the yep. best part. Traveled with some of the best humans in the world. Wow. That sounds like a line from Aaron mm-hmm. Pilly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about how we intersect as far as the Pactum is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least from your perspective, my perspective was uh, I wanted to tell you God's will for your life <laughs> um, and recruit you to design some super cool, amazing, awesome, extraordinary stuff. Um, but from your perspective, how, how did you, uh, how did you agree to helping us? Cause you help us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I probably, it was either a conversation with Mike or email or something like that. And he's like, Hey, Pat's, you know, coming up with a podcast idea. Like, do you want to do the logo? And I was like, absolutely. Ooh. I do. Okay, good. Podcasts are my hobby. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> now, is like, it true that you, you've designed like merch for people's podcasts, even though they didn't ask Yeah, because you were like a fan. <laughs> fan? That's yep. Has this happened before? Absolutely. Is this true? <laughs> okay. I, yeah. So there's a podcast called Nate Land podcast. It's uh, like a comedian, a bunch of comedians get together and just okay. talk about nonsense. And I think they're hilarious. And so I designed all this stuff just for fun. Cause I was like, well, who knows what Why will not, come right? of it? Nothing really came of it, but it's fine. I had okay. fun and it was great. Did like they it. ever see it? Did they like they it? They did. They did, did they like, like it. it. Yeah. They were hey, super kind. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's, that's so, something. One step closer. Okay. <laughs> so maybe moving on to some more serious things now that we've kind of gotten you comfortable um, and everyone listening to your delightful voice. Uh, so let's talk about creativity as it would relate to Christian theology because the Pactum is a theology podcast. It is. So talk to us as far as, oh, just in light of creativity and how you see theology connecting to creativity and God and God's image and, and things like that. I think our listeners would like to hear from you regarding such things. Totally. Yeah. I think creativity, um, has everything to do with who God is. I think the first record we have of God doing anything is him speaking something from nothing into existence. And he's really the only one who can truly create, like we just kind of take what he's left in the world and make our own thing in, in his image, you know, like we're, we're also, able to create things, but he hasn't stopped creating either. Like he does it every single day. There's new trees that are growing. There's babies that are being born. Like it's, 
it's over and over again. Creation's kind of singing that song back to him. Nice. So Christians obviously want to give credit where credit is due. We're made in God's image. We create. Unbelievers create, and they bear God's image as well. And they, unbelievers do amazing things. They, mm-hmm. they make Absolutely. amazing pasta sometimes. <laughs> right. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if the Belgian guy was a, a Christian or not. Um, <laughs> the pasta, it was life-changing. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we do believe that everyone's created in God's image. We've fallen and the image is still there though. But we as Christians, we can, we can give God credit for amazing artwork, cre- amazing design, amazing food, uh, all of these things. And so we want to remember that Christians are well-suited to give credit where credit is due. But anything that you see, dear listeners, that is amazing, you can say that someone made, you can say God is good and God made us to imitate him and we can give God glory. We want everyone to give God glory. They should. Um, but creativity is part of who we are as people. So maybe you're not a designer, a professional designer like our ho- or like our guest, but we all design, we all make things. Um, and it, it bears the fact that we're made in God's image. And some of us make more beautiful things right. yep. than others, uh, but we are all imitating God. And it's pretty amazing that we get to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about that, Aaron, before we start talking about um, the Christian way of doing design, how Christians design things, perspective? Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I love most about design, well, let me tell a story really quick. Oh, we like stories. Yeah. Stories are good. All right, yep. here we go. Yep. So my first day of class, first ever time going to a real school, because I grew up homeschooled, uh, went to the Metro Community College, had a design class there. And the guy who's teaching the class, he was like this older guy with really thick rim glasses, like designer uniform, you know, and he, <laughs> he addressed the class and he was like, all right, class, tell me why you're in a design class. And in my, uh, in that class, the girl sitting next to me, she was like, well, I just love art and making things pretty. And, and I was like, Ugh what I was going to say. But then the teacher was like, design is not about making things look pretty. And I was like, oh no, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. And so he was like, design is not art. It's not beauty for the sake of beauty. Design is communication and it always has a goal and a purpose. Um, And design calls for action is what he said. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is everything that I've ever wanted. Like it's not I get to make things that like solve a problem and want to like communicate something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when kind of the wheels in my head started turning and making the connection that like God is a designer. He's designed the whole world and he's communicating himself constantly through what he's made. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he gets to show aspects of his character all throughout creation. And like when you're in some sort of like, I best describe it as like big nature, but when you're in like the mountains mm-hmm. or you see sure, the yeah. oceans for the first time or whatever, and there's that feeling deep in your gut that goes like, oh, man, like there's something bigger out here than just me. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's important. Like that's a really big thing. I think that's God writing himself on our hearts. And there's no way that you can um, describe anything in nature without describing an attribute of God. And like that's that's so cool. Like he's a designer that can perfectly communicate because he knows what he wants to communicate to who he wants to communicate. Cause he knows his own demographic cause he created them too. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so cool. And like seeing those connections, um, has just been a really cool thing as I've learned and grown as a designer and being able to take some of that into my own work and stuff like mm. that. Good. So that professor, do you think was right in what he said? Absolutely. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Even art though- art is uh, describing or communicating things that are inside of you. Like if I create a painting, I'm like, this is my interpretation of what a flower should look like. But if I'm trying to design something that will um, encourage someone to buy a flower, okay. that's different. Like I'm trying to create an action or a goal or solve a problem. Like if you can't sell your flowers, I'll make you a poster that will sell the flowers that you okay. need. Hmm. So, Anna, do you think God has called you to be a designer? 100%. Ooh, I like it. Without she did a not doubt. even there flinch. Was no hesitation. She didn't have to shake the snow globe. No. She no. knew that God has called us called her to do this, which would relate to an episode we did recently on vocation. Not yep. vacation, but vocation. vocation yeah. It's episode 123 called What's My Calling? I listened to it, actually. It's great. You did. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. I think it's so encouraging to know and be able to have conviction, regardless of what you do, you can say, God has called me to do this. 100%. Yep, you can throw your, throw your all your effort into mm-hmm. it. You can do it for his glory. It can be more, oh, it, it makes everything special, right? Totally. And I think part of it is just like this is the season that I'm in, so I know that God's called me to it in uh-huh. one sense, right? Mm-hmm. So like it's where I'm at, so I'm going to do it. And um, if in five years there's something else that God draws me towards, awesome. That's great. But I think I love nature. I love design. I love talking about it. And like, this is all of those things together. Like I could, yeah, couldn't be happy. And you love God. So you can do it all for his honor and glory. He's been so kind to you. Hmm. Absolutely. Super. Okay. I think you've already kind of taken us there, but talk to us about inspiration for design. Mm -hmm. You've already talked about big nature, big nature. nature. Oh man. (laughs) Pacific Northwest. Anybody? That's where I want to be 24 seven. Um, yeah, I think uh, from like a practical standpoint, there's websites and stuff that I'll go to. One of them's called Dribble. It's spelled with three Bs because designers don't know sports; they know <laughs> shapes and colors. <laughs> um, but it's great. I like it. There, you can just search different terms. It's basically like Instagram, but for designers and their okay. work and stuff okay. like that. Um, Pinterest is another great site. Um, I like looking at old books and seeing what they did for like old typography and fonts and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of endless. Inspiration is what you make of it. I think like you can, you can find inspiration anywhere. It just depends on how you're looking. Hmm. Inspiration is what you make of it. Inspiration is did, what you did make you, of it. Did you steal that? Is that from a plaque? No, it's I old. don't think so. It's going to be a new <laughs> trademark that. thing. We're, oh, wait. We're inspiration that. Do I get a cut of that? No, no, we <laughs> oh, take it. I see. I understand now. Okay. It's how we roll. So if you could jump on an aero, aeroplane, aeroplane. Yes. today and go anywhere other than the Pacific Northwest, because you oh. already mentioned that, anywhere okay. in the world just to kind of be inspired as Ooh. an artist and you have to leave in a half hour, where are you going to go? That's a wild question. Uh, I would say I've always been interested in Greece. Okay. Uh, I think that would be super cool, uh, kind of because of the food, but also <laughs> like just all of the old history. Oh, no, wait, Egypt. Hey, Obviously, that, okay. I'd go to yeah, Egypt. There you go. I'm obsessed with That makes total sense. Uh, ancient Egyptian history. I once had a things. ticket to go to Egypt. Really? I had the ticket in my hot little hand uh, because of civil or uncivil <laughs> unrest something going on didn't get a go oh that's a bummer Close. i stuck my arm i think across the border there you go so you gotta I, do what you gotta I've do technically kind of sort of been there but yeah my passport doesn't reflect it that's hilarious so it would be egypt yeah and you'd go Pyramids. to the normal okay oh i'm so into it yeah i, I think... was late for music practice one time she was the backstory in that is she was <laughs> up were you up late on yeah, saturday watching like, all these no Egyptian i was house sitting for the barbers actually yeah. who you know uh-huh. um and they had like cable which i 
didn't have. Um, and there was a special on how the pyramids were made. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. But then I stayed up too late. And then I was late to music practice on Sunday. So, sorry, <laughs> so Mike. there's that. Yep. <laughs> I think cru- cruising on the Nile would be pretty cool. Oh, man. Oh, that'd be Out of this awesome. world. Yeah, that's yeah. a bucket list kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. So cool. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll get your flight booked. Perfect. Can't wait. Ooh, long, long flight. <laughs> how long was the flight to Togo? Um, I think we left... Uh, Newark, I think it was maybe like 10 hour, a 10 hour flight. I can't remember. Not too bad. That's yeah. Not, not bad. awful. Yeah. So is there a Christian way of doing design? Mm, I, no, I would say no. Okay. Um, I actually was going to bring up, there's this book that I read recently. One of the rare books that I read, um, <laughs> called, uh, <laughs> called to create by Jordan Rayner. Um, one second. Okay, she's reaching for the book. Yeah, I thought we were going to get more Props. gifts. Yeah, the, Jordan Rayner. Last time she no, I'm keeping this coffee. one. <laughs> I I love this book. Um, anyway, she hasn't of, read it, but she loves it because loves it's beautiful. The, the covers. <laughs> we 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 know you. We know I you are. love being on this podcast. <laughs> um, no, I I will say podcasts are definitely more of my books, but this actual book is a great book um, and talks about just the idea that. Um, God has created and we're created in his image so mm-hmm. we can um, taste, take risk. And it's kind of written maybe more towards like entrepreneurs and um, people who want to build businesses and stuff like that. But we're all kind of given that mandate of um, being to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And like it doesn't mean just families and kids and stuff like that. It's like um, – let's build businesses let's create inventions let's have big farms let's let's help like fill the world with good and um yeah i love it anyway in there there's a quote by supposedly martin luther maybe okay um that's like basically if you're a christian shoemaker don't put don't put crosses on your shoes just make good shoes because god's interested in good craftsmanship because there's no such thing as christian shoes right right well and also tacky i mean come on oh (laughs) we like that we like that right like just make good shoes and like create good businesses that improve people's lives and like that's that's what's going to draw people more to christ not just the you have a shoe that has a cross on it. Like, anyway. <laughs> so I would, I, I wrote down my answer to the question, is there a Christian way of doing design? And you said no. And I said no also, but then I also said yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I think there's uh, a Christian way of being a Christian, but okay. I don't think you need to necessarily like the, the podcast that you guys had about your calling. Yep. Right. Yeah. I think that you can be a Christian who is a plumber or a Christian who is a electrician but you don't necessarily need to be a Christian plumber. Like, put right. Your, put right. your, put yeah. your belt exactly. on and right. get to work, you know? <laughs> Other than do wear a belt. Please wear a belt. Important. We love belts. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah, live live honorably. Be um, fair in your pricing. Treat other people with kindness and respect. Like, that's what matters. It doesn't also know how to do your job. Like, be good at your job. Yep. But that should be because you're trying to do it to the glory of God, not because um, – you want to fit it into a certain box. And that's really what does make the difference. At least we understand and can give God credit where credit mm-hmm. is due because right. he's the one that's made us the way we were made. And mm-hmm. so there is, there's not a Christian way. And yet in a certain sense, there is because we at least want to have a good attitude, totally fruit of the spirit and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But unbelievers do amazing things. They just don't give God glory. Yeah. So, inspiration we talked about books we mm-hmm. talked about nature we talked about uh, talk about people how do, how do people inspire you in your design because you are a people mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. uh do they inspire you in a good way in a bad way what what 
What influence uh, do people have on you as far as design is concerned? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, yeah, I love people. I love studying them. I love people watching, which is maybe creepy, but like, I (laughs) think (laughs) people are fascinating and like the fact that we can all be made in the image of God, but also be so different, I think is, is really fascinating to me. And um, with design, if I'm working towards solving a problem that I need to know what that problem is. And usually it's because someone has a need or there's mm-hmm. something not being met. And so figuring out what that is and the best way to do that requires listening and asking questions and being around people. So Aaron Pilly, what is your niche? Do we say niche? Niche? niche. What, what, what is your special? Speaking French. What, what is your specialty? What, what's, specialty? what's your lane in the design world? Yeah. Oh, in the design world? Yeah. I was going to yeah. be like, puns and dad jokes <laughs> i feel like i'm a pretty good dad <laughs> uh no i really like hand lettering i kind of got my start in in the whole design world through that um when i was going to school i did a couple projects that had hand lettering within the the projects and i uh, got good feedback and then just kind of grew from there and um so i like doing yeah custom lettering for different things there's actually custom lettering in the pactum logo the um it's called black letter. I don't know how familiar people are with styles of lettering. But They're not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so black well, at least letter. At not the two guys sitting right, so yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Okay. Black letter. So black letter or like gothic lettering is what um, lettering back in the day when um, like the alphabet that they used for the printing press, I believe. Okay. Or maybe it's when they were like writing out Bibles by hand. I should brush up on my graphic design history. Hopefully none of my teachers are listening. Um, if you have complaints regarding today's episode, yes. it's at gospelcoalition.org. Wait, what? <laughs> we send all the complaints there. Well, sorry in advance, friends. You're probably going to get a lot. Um, anyway, so the that style is just one that I really like to, to work within, and it's fun. So, hmm. yeah. Super. So you've already told us that you're not a big reader, but you did recommend a book we can put in the show notes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do you make yourself read certain things because it inspires or that's mm. a downer so it doesn't inspire? I always feel this like pressure or guilt. So like if I'm going to read a book, have it be something like either theology related or something smart. But then I'm like, well, it's overwhelming. I'll just listen to a podcast. Guilt comes from being raised in a church like Omaha Bible Church. Know. Right? I know. It's right. got to be a book. Listening's be a book. okay. Listening's yep. good. Audio books. You, know, yeah. you can do that. I, yes. I Works. have an Audible account. So. Hey, okay. There you go. Yep. Let's transition a little bit and let's talk about branding. Mm-hmm. Um some who are listening to the episode today are involved in business, involved in, well, whether it's podcasts or promoting something. Uh, so maybe help people talk, you know, about, about branding and what it is and why it's important. I don't know anything about it. I just know that people like you know about it. So mm-hmm. I need to know people like you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you branded the Pactum. I did. So I did. tell us all about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think with branding, I think defining it is important. Branding isn't just a logo. Branding, like a, a brand itself is what people see and how they interact with the brand. So like um, Nike isn't just a swoosh. Nike is... Um, the promise that if you buy these shoes, you'll be better, faster, stronger. Okay. Like they've sold you on an idea. I thought those uh-huh. are PF Flyers. I, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the movie Sandlot. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> maybe I'm too young. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's too young also, but he's no, learned about these things that was a through. Movie. Okay. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Movies. Sheltered then, not young. Uh-huh. Okay, branding. Um, Let's okay. get back to branding. Nike, that makes sense? Totally. And so... Again, you're you're trying to distill down a whole concept into something visual, and they've 
landed on that Nike swoosh. I think, um, yeah, so it's not just a logo, but a logo is part of that. And so you want something that um, is going to get people's attention. It's going to even visually kind of tell them what to expect when they're going to interact with your brand. Um, when I made the Pactum logo, there was a lot of things that I thought about. I don't know if we want to get into all of the nitty gritty, uh, but we can if we want. Yeah, let's, let's take a little bit Just of a, a deep dive. Bit of a, okay. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Here we go. I figured like it's better maybe to explain something that the listeners can actually see since this is a very It's hard. It's hard that auditory, they can't see this, yeah. right? It's right. very auditory uh, Imagine medium. your mind. Yes. Imagine for a moment. <laughs> see with your ears. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so with the fonts, um, like, like I mentioned before, like I drew that kind of old style of a P for the shield. Um, and I wanted it to just have a more traditional feel to it, but because it's a, a podcast and it's going to be in a modern setting, people are going to be looking at this on their iPhones or whatever. I didn't want it to feel stuffy or old. And so I chose like a more modern serif typeface, which I'll define a serif mm. for you guys. I know that one. Oh, good. It's like a, it's a fallen angel. Okay. <laughs> Seraphim. Or it's a, it's a guy who enforces the law. He's a right. serif. Oh, uh, Aaron knows dad serif. jokes and he's le- she's learned them all from her father. He yeah. has taught me well. He has taught me well. Um, so if you look at the T and Pactum, the little tails on the end, that's uh-huh. a serif. And those serif typefaces are generally used in more kind of academic settings generally or um smart people smart people stuff yeah, right smart people yeah. stuff but then if you have a sans serif like let's say you're looking at a capital i that's just going to be a straight line those those sorts of typefaces are used more in like a medical or um tech setting and just more modern kind of and so mm-hmm. didn't want that chose the serif route um and then as far as the colors, I was pretty sure that the main demographic was going to be theology dudes. And so I wanted it to feel pretty <laughs> we have, masculine. We have theology dudettes yeah. as well. It's true. We yeah. It's true. Right. But I was like, oh, if I make it cool, then everybody will like it, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Um, That's an inclusive dudes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so black and gold is a combination, like color combination that just works really well on a lot of different fronts because there's a lot of contrast, which is great. I really liked how, um, I know you guys talk a lot about the distinction between law and gospel. Right. And so laws is the thing that shows us our need, shows us our sin. Um, and so that's dark. So we got black and Ooh. then our need for, or the the law shows the glory of the gospel and mm-hmm. kind of puts that on display and the gold um, represents that glory. Um, then for the shield, uh, with the, the P is on, um, again, wanted something kind of more older, historic, um, and shields have been used throughout time to symbolize strength and protection. And, um, biblically there's that idea of the shield of faith as well, which I thought was cool. And then back in the, um, medieval ages, uh, shields were used as a way to kind of know whose team you're on or who fam- which family you belong to. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like kind of bringing that idea of we're adopted in the family of Christ. We have this shield that we can all get behind. And um, again, this is re- like reading far too into it, but as this a designer, it's easier to think about. Because of the pactum, because of the... Before the foundation of the world, purpose and plan yeah. of redemption, mm-hmm. we belong to the family. Aaron, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and before you go on, the funny thing is, I, I I don't want to look at the email. I don't want to search it and find it. But I can remember sending Mike Grimes, you know, an example of something. Like, yeah. you know, have Aaron work on something. And I kind of like this. And it was something 
you know, in hindsight, I actually don't remember what it was. It was Maybe like he didn't send it. It was something with like, you know, it was black and red with like blood on it. Oh no! Um, I'm so glad uh, yeah. that we made you, a good choice here. Yeah, that you guys ignored me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great things happen. <laughs> red is actually one of my least favorite colors, which, as a husker, I feel like is probably blasphemous. But I just, it's so aggressive. I don't okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't love it. Don't See, wear it either. That's, that's fits me. And right. You guys had to like, yeah, yeah. Calm, calm it down a little bit. <laughs> Tone it back. <laughs> Tone down. Yep. Tone I'm going back. for the gold. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, because I don't know. A lot of people would think that when somebody designs a logo or a brand, mm-hmm. that all that kind of thought goes into that. You know, I'm the kind of guy who's like, we could draw a shape here, and well, that looks interesting. Yeah, I suppose it depends on the designer that you're talking to. It also depends on the time frame that you sure. have. Yeah. If you have a lot of time, then. You can make cooler stuff because you have more time to think about concepts and stuff. But uh, with this one, actually, it's one of the rare logos. I feel like when you told me the name, I just kind of had something in my mind pop up. And I was like, I feel like it's going to be this. And then I did a couple sketches and I was like, yes, it is this. (laughs) So praise God. You know, sometimes you have just a little burst of inspiration. It's good. And when you see it, you say, oh, that's Pactum. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also wanted a mark that like we could take the words away and it would still be recognizable. So that shield with the P on it. Um, because you're going to be using it on all of these different formats and small on like the, the Instagram or sorry, the, um, podcast app, mm-hmm. the image mm-hmm. is going to be small. So I wanted something that could be, um, small, but still readable basically. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys have put it on everything. It makes me so happy. It's on a few things. It's on a I, snow globe I uh, see. Well, it's, uh, it's all over the place. And, uh, the, 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 it is being trademarked as of. For now. real? It's yeah. In, yeah. Oh my that, that's gosh. That's amazing. Taken care of. All right. So, yep. All right. I know it made you nervous when we used a different color on uh, mm-hmm. something. But I, I'm sorry about that. I didn't even ask her permission. I just did. I just did it, and I you knew it wouldn't be a great thing. No, but we did you it. get a pass because it's for an it's, Israel it thing, for Israel. right? We yeah. had a, we had a Pactum Israel trip, and so everybody got a water bottle, and yeah. uh, we did used I the text Israel. You a picture of that? I, yeah, I was like, you had a roommate Sir, that went with us. What are you doing? Yeah. changing the logo. Uh-huh. We got uh-huh. brand standards. Yeah, we had to use like the the blue like on the Israeli flag. Yeah, to, totally. To go for that. So yeah. sorry, it's. A violation of trust. It's okay. I'll let it pass this one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you designed the cover for the Covenant Theology book. Yes. yes. And there's yes. so many details that went into it, and everything was thoughtful and theological and artistic. So Black and gold can't go wrong. It's right? cool because it comes from your artistic mind and mm-hmm. heart. And yeah, I don't, I don't think all designers are are this committed to thoughtful amazing mm-hmm. heartfelt design i think it depends on what it is if it's stuff that i super care about and i'm uh just really passionate about communicating about i think that makes more sense i think um yeah but all good designers are going to think deeply about what they're making it okay. just depends on what the project is okay sometimes you just need to get it out there so maybe um helping someone who's a business owner who's listening and you're just going to give them some, some advice about branding. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they need to just a couple things to consider uh, as far as when you see their logo, it should remind you of the company or give, give some advice why it would be a good idea to, to be thoughtful about this. Totally. The logo is going to be probably the first thing that people see when they're going to interact with your company or your brand or whatever. And so just being careful to choose, um, Colors that maybe fit who you are and what you want to be seen as, but then also colors that contrast well, like don't 
don't choose colors that are too close together, basically. Okay. Mm. That's hard to, again, describe without showing you in a picture. Um, But then one of the other things that I see all the time is people make the logo way too big on just Mm. everything. So like monstrous. Or or they'll create flyers that like everything – is massive like they're trying to commute they're trying to communicate everything so they're they really communicate nothing like because okay. no one's going to read something that is just a wall of text and your eyes can't see all that so making things smaller giving things kind of room to breathe i think uh will put you far ahead of most people who are non-designers so we need some white space yes. on the page yep. if you will yep mm. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Mm-hmm. So why would it be important maybe that someone would reach out to someone who is a designer instead of just finding some clip art online oh, and gosh. coming up with their own? Oh, and Comic Sans. Oh, my heart. Papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet mercy. Um, I think in any way, like if you want something done well, hire a professional. Like okay. I don't do my own taxes. Uh-huh. That would be a disaster. Uh-huh. Um, and you want it to last and be, totally. you know, not look dumb after three years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, hire, hire people who are professionals. And just so you know, Erin is not soliciting you yeah. because she has so much work yeah. at her current job. <laughs> She's not looking for more work. So this is not an I advertisement. Truly, please don't ask me because I'll probably want to work on it because yeah. it'll sound cool. It's yeah. Blue water but, bottles. <laughs> right. But, but she's, we are wanting her to give some good advice because lots of you own businesses or you're mm-hmm. promoting something and it's worth thinking through mm-hmm. the issues yeah, and maybe sure. hiring a professional. Totally. You can cool. do a, you can do a lot on like Canva though. There's templates out there you can use. I think um, for people who want to yeah do the DIY kind of thing, there's a lot of great options. And I know that not everybody has the budget to hire a designer, and that's okay. I also will never critique something made by a non-designer because like they're just doing the best that they can. You know, like if you're a designer who doesn't know how to do your job, like then I'll be like, hmm, why did you make that decision? <laughs> but if it's just someone making a sign because they need a sign, perfect. You're doing great. You're so generous. Yeah, it's kind. And merciful. Erin, <laughs> uh-huh. what else do you want to talk about on the episode today that could help people understand design, uh, could understand creativity? Anything else you want to do, uh, mention before we wrap things up? Um, yeah, I think, I can't remember if I mentioned this or not before, but I think just talking about kind of some of those nitty gritty aspects of um, how I can see parallels of graphic design within the created world there's i mean there's a whole whole list of things i could talk about but like um there's something called the color like color theory or like the color wheel again Mm. i don't know if you can picture that in your mind (laughs) but is this like roy g biv Mm, yes but like a wheel not (laughs) okay (laughs) that's all i remember from seventh grade maybe this is not applicable to your listeners (laughs) but it's something that i really love so i'll just you can edit it out i suppose um but how does this relate to the hypostatic union we can get there okay all right we're gonna do it go for it color wheel okay color wheel so if you have colors on the opposite side of the color wheel they're complementary colors that's what they're called right yeah. Hey, Complimentary yeah. colors. Yeah. So, for instance, orange and blue are on the opposite side of that wheel, which means that they are, like, all complementary colors are colors that when they're put next to each other, they're more vibrant or more 
um, uplifting. And they've even done studies that like it makes people happy to see those mm. colors next to each other. And in the fall, you can see that when all of the leaves change color and they're yellows and oranges, um, it contrasts really, really well with the blue in the sky. And it just oh. it makes your eyeballs happy. And it's so great. And God did that for okay, us. So but now we have to feel we have to do some theologizing here because the fall is the result of the fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's gosh. not good. And yet we use complementary colors because there's hope yeah. uh, because of the pactum. Yes. Oh, right. Boy. We've done it. We've, See? There's a lot of hoops we just jumped through. <laughs> but what a fun time. <laughs> I like I it. it. Anything else? Um, yeah, just that like all of all of creation is God communicating himself to us and being like, this is who I am. This mm-hmm. is who you worship. And um, that can, the response I think that he's looking for in his communication is a number of things, but it could be awe, worship, uh, repentance, all of these things, or, or kind of a combination of all of those things till the end of time, because we're all going to be seeing different aspects of God's character throughout our lives. But um, for unbelievers who are looking at creation and kind of wondering how did this all come about like i think it sparks good questions and if there's a god or if there's a divine being who's gone to the trouble to create a whole world and planets in a solar system like there's some level of accountability with that right yes like, there yes. needs to be romans one right yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. and there's there's a sign of a creator because totally. it's sophisticated it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's it's well ordered mm-hmm. good absolutely aaron dropping some theological knowledge tying it in with Creativity, creativity and, and design. Do we say do we say art and design? How does art relate? Art, to the, art is different than design. Okay, sorry, I it's almost okay. I may have made that, that mistake. Close. I mean, this episode. No, everybody. It's it's more of a uh, insider lingo thing. It's okay, fine. we're not Good. very sophisticated. No, <laughs> well, no, I don't know a lot of the theological terms, so we'll call it even. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much Absolutely. for being on the Pactum today. This has this been a lot of fun. So it's great. been a long time coming. Yeah. We're grateful for you and for the way the Lord has used you and thank is you. using you. Yeah. yeah, for sure. If you want to connect with Aaron, you can find her on Instagram, Breath of Fresh Aaron. You can find her there on Instagram. Aaron and with you, an E. Yes, with an E. And if you want to see examples <laughs> of Aaron's work that she's done for the Pactum, you can find that on her website, breathoffreshaaron.com slash the dash pactum we'll put a link to that mm-hmm. yeah in the show notes yeah, absolutely. thanks for listening to the pactum and being a part of the pactum verse as always you can be in touch with us online you can email us connect at the we'll see you next time on the pactum mm-hmm.